Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of the All City Network. I'm just just giving myself oh, the a promotion. All City Network. Yeah, I just went there. Do the people I, of Philly know? I don't know. Well, I'm, there's there is an image of me uh, at a podium in Philadelphia. It's look. It looks very mayoral. So I don't know how you could really that's argue kinda, with that. That's kind of crazy. Is anybody else claimed a mayorship over All City or Philadelphia? No. I mean, I besides like the actual be, mayor like, of City of Philadelphia, is this now democracy? Uh, sometimes it can be, but if a position is just open, sometimes might, you just gotta I, take it. Well, that's fine. But if that's how we're gonna operate, then we're going like Roman times. I will. Um, just watch your back. Wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, well, I will because now that now that we got the whole network yeah, on the line, like yeah, yeah. I, that, now I'm powerful. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to talk about when it comes <laughs> to that. Uh, this man is my betrayer. Apparently, he's also Mister Electric <laughs> himself, Sean, Sean DePaz. And of course, it's the one and only voice of reason around this joint. It's the one and only Jesse Friedman, my my vice mayor, your thunderstick. Uh, and boys, the Diamondbacks lost tonight by a score of seven to four. Uh, the score feels much closer than this game actually was. The Diamondbacks definitely had some excellent chances to capitalize on uh, bases loaded situations with one out. And in both of those, they did not do that. And that seemed to be the deciding factor in this game. Uh, offense was fairly inactive tonight, but uh, the Mets tried to do everything they could to give this game <laughs> yeah, back to the Diamondbacks, right? It was a suck fest. <laughs> it was a suck fest. Just like Espo and I in fantasy this week. Yeah. A suck fest. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah, it was. Uh, I beat Bo Brock, so uh, hey, Bo, just wanted to give a shout out just to let everybody know. I hey, scored the most wait, points in our fantasy in- league. I beat Jesse. I don't know. Yeah, if I, mean, Jesse, I was really Damon. hoping no one would bring that up. I didn't want to talk about it. Jesse, uh, Joe no Burrow deal. forgot how to play football this past weekend, and a lot uh, of dudes did. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. yeah. Uh, Jesse named his team though the Waffle House Wagon, and I feel like he's already setting himself up for success. Oh, I would argue that that, that is a genius strategy. If you come in <laughs> as like I'm going to lose, guys, I'm going to lose, and then anytime you do anything good, it's a surprise, and then he, like the the floor is the ceiling. Yeah the most egregious loss of the week i mean he was up to a 99 win probability i had a 99 win probability like lost well by 30 yeah he he lost like by well 30. into sunday it's wild and uh 
Yeah, and I don't. I don't. I'd much rather talk about this than the Diamondbacks (laughs) game tonight. That's for sure. But uh, we have a lot to talk about, including welcoming our brand new family members from the PHLY network. We are so thrilled to be expanding and growing, and Philadelphia uh, is just an incredible sports market. Mm. So we are very excited to have uh, those those folks joining us. Some of that merch makes me want to start rooting for Philly teams. Oh my God, the merchandise in their locker is already. I'm going to be really sad if we have to beat them in the in the postseason i'm gonna be really sad about it because i will not be sad about that i'll do it gleefully but um back to losing yeah that's right they'll look good losing like i'm talking a lot of shit for you really are (laughs) wait till we get to the old city but again the diamondbacks offense was inactive tonight the mets offense to be honest wasn't great but they were able uh to do some things against ryan nelson jose budo uh held the diamondbacks to just two hits uh, is that how you say his name correctly? Is it Budo? Yes, okay. yes. It's not, it's it's not, not, no, it's but, uh, not how it's not I said Budo? it okay. yesterday uh, in my first attempt. Well, right. he, made, he made the Diamondbacks offense look like Butto tonight. Uh, <laughs> he got 13 whiffs yeah, on his changeup. Uh, he had 13 whiffs in his career <laughs> on his changeup coming into this game, and he got 13 tonight against the Diamondbacks. I w- I'm just laughing at you fighting <laughs> off laughing at your own I'm trying. <laughs> it's, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. It was he, amazing. He did. He he did i think he genuinely pitched well i mean i don't think this was just the diamondbacks like you know i mean they obviously didn't have a good day at the plate either but i i, I really think he deserves some credit his yeah. changeup had had a lot of movement and he was consistently locating it in basically the perfect spot yeah. uh, the is- had a lot of lefties in the lineup and it was consistently down and away off the off the edge of the plate and you know, below the strike zone pretty much the entire game. So frustrating batters. He frustrated D-backs batters. Could tell Marte yeah. in the fifth inning after he struck out, threw his bat down in disgust. And we, yeah. we you know, if, if the Marte and Lindor had the, the like odd yeah, little the collision kind of on the base path. Yeah, where Cattell kind of tackled him a little bit, kind of fell over and they both fell together. And it was the nicest thing like that, yeah, that could was, ever happen. It was like the nicest men in the entire league. Right. And Cattell is like that. Cattell's normally very, yeah. very even keeled, but uh, he. I think with other people, but when it comes to, I think he holds himself up. Obviously, he holds himself up. I, I think it had a little to do that. He also had a little bit of uh, some gripes with the strike zone, well, but and, for and the also, most part, it didn't feel like this game was called terribly. Yeah, this and you, just felt like uh, like Budo was using that changeup very effectively to frustrate D-backs batters. To no help um, from Alvarez. And they were, oh yeah, but, no kidding. Um, <laughs> you you were saying that like that was abnormal for Buddha, right? Like based yeah. on what he had done. Yeah, he came in with 13 changeup whiffs uh, in his career, which granted was only 21 innings, but still 13 whiffs over 21 innings on that pitch. He got 13 in this game, including, Five innings. including nine in the first two yeah. innings. So the D-backs were not at all picking up that pitch. And, you know, they, they did have their opportunities in this game. I know you said earlier the offense was inactive today. Which is which is true. I, I would I would say. I mean, had, when it mattered. For yeah, sure. they had six hits and you know, and thirty one at bats. They had under two hundred as a team. But they had a lot but of base runners. They had a lot of traffic because they you know there were seven walks. There were three hit by pitches uh, in this game to the benefit of the D backs, and they just really struggled in in big situations. I mean, you go through this game in in the top of the second inning. They had first and second with nobody out. Strikeout, line out, strikeout, not able to score there. Top of the third inning, the D backs had second and third one out 
That's when Christian Walker was in a 3-0 count and, and popped yeah, up, smarter than that. Uh, which was which was a hard moment. Alec Thomas struck out to finish that inning. Uh, you go to the top of the sixth. This is after Budo exited the game. Uh, now against the New York Mets bullpen, you had the bases loaded with one out. Evan Longoria grounds into an inning-ending double play, and then the exact same thing <sighs> happened in the eighth with Corbin Carroll that. at the plate. Bases loaded, one out, inning, ending, double play. So the D-backs had their opportunities, and you didn't even necessarily need hits in these situations. I mean, if you go you know, second and third, one out in the top of the third, if you get one run on a sack fly, if you do the same thing in the sixth, if you do the same thing in the eighth, you, know, you could have had three runs there without even getting getting hits in those yeah. situations, and that would have been enough you know, to, to theoretically get this game even. So you know, you're not always going to do well with, with runners in scoring position. You're not always going to go you know, five for 10 or, or whatever it is, but you still have to have productive at bats in those sure. situations. And, and the D backs were not able to do that today. The, the frustrating thing for me too, is like kind of, we talked about it earlier, being a suck fest, like the, the Mets did the same thing. Like they left the game wide open for them. They, they, they were one for 13 with runners in scoring position, yeah. 10 runners left on base. Like yeah. that's even worse. And the Diamondbacks still weren't able to win the game, which yeah. is makes it even more frustrating. Um, M. Cole 42 says Lurish Guriel Jr. has been bad since All-Star break. I don't I don't know about that. He definitely had a stretch, but lately he's actually been fairly good for this team. He still only hits home runs when nobody's on base, <laughs> but uh, I think he was two for four tonight. He, he definitely hasn't been 296 terrible. over his last 15 games. Yeah, 296. over his last seven. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, definitely not terrible. He's but been better, like, yeah. He, did, like he was really bad out of the All-Star break. That's for damn That's sure. That's definitely but true. But also, That's definitely so true. was the whole team. Yeah. So with yeah. If we look at him all together since the All-Star break, he's at 249, 296, 434. It's a 730 OPS. That's pretty bad. I mean, I mean, a 296 on base percentage is is pretty rough for a guy who's who's a key part of the line. But how much of that is skewed by how bad he was during that stretch? Oh yeah, like, I true. feel like it's the, it's the, the, the not post- necessarily indicative of how good he has been lately. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. The yeah. last week or two have been have been better. Definitely. Um, but the the offense just uh, I mean they, they couldn't like you said they couldn't get that big hit. Uh, Ryan Nelson he was decent tonight. He limited the damage to just one run early until that fourth uh, inning uh, when Mets newcomer Ronnie Mauricio, which quite possibly might no, be the coolest, he's the coolest guy in baseball. Yeah. Guy in baseball. I mean, <laughs> he's everything cool- that like De La Cruz wants to be. He, it's the coolest name. He's got three. He's got. He's got three earrings, two names, the way it should be. Yeah, um, right. Instead of two earrings, three names. Right. Um, green hair. He wears a pink sleeve. Like, time me up. And he hit an absolute fucking oh, yeah. blast to the upper deck at City Field for his first a, career home run. What, four cold bat flip, too. 440, 112 off the bat, yeah. and then, yeah, a bat flip. Yeah, it was wild. Um, and, Sick. And, you know, Nelson, again— he, he he just wasn't good tonight. He went four and a third innings. He gave up seven hits, six earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. And um, you know when you take a look at game one for for this series, the Diamondbacks. Uh, good news, they won that game. But you still can't be super encouraged about the starting pitching. I mean, Tommy Pham was three for five with with a home run and a double, and he absolutely did work against his former club. But Davies went four innings himself, gave up four hits, three earned, three walks, five Ks. Obviously not as bad of a night as Ryan Nelson had, and the Diamondbacks won that game. But, you know, just after two nights of D-back starting pitchers not making it out of the fifth inning, what what are the Diamondbacks going to do about this starting rotation? I mean, is this one of those situations where at this point you just kind of hope you can hope you can get to the playoffs hope hope you can win a couple of these games when these other three guys that aren't Zach Gallen and aren't Merrill Kelly are pitching I, I just really don't know I mean do do they have any options right now that they could possibly turn to 
Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, I I was uh, crunching some numbers earlier. If you if you combine several D back starters numbers, some some of the guys who have struggled this year, Madison Bumgarner, of course, there was four starts early in the season. <laughs> Brandon Fott uh, has made fifteen starts, but he's really been the starter in sixteen games because he he obviously pitched you know yeah. out of the bullpen in his last start, but or in his last appearance, but he still threw six innings. Uh, Zach Davies has started sixteen games. Ryan Nelson, this was his twenty sixth start of the year. If you add up the numbers from those four guys, that's 62 starts. That's 42% of the games that the Diamondbacks have played this year have been started by one of those four guys. And their combined ERA is 6.01. And they're averaging under five innings per start. Right? I mean, that's almost half of the games that you've played where you're getting a pretty low level of of starting pitching, at least, at least, you know, all together, combining those numbers together. So yeah, it's it's tough. And and I think someone said it in the chat earlier, like how are the Diamondbacks 76 and 70 right now with this starting rotation? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And it, <laughs> I mean it speaks to how good Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly have been. Yeah. Um great point. It speaks to this team's ability to kind of eke out some some wins that especially over the last few days we've yeah. seen that. I mean, I mean just one run win after reason. Yeah, after one run win, uh you know, they have they have won their share of of those games this year, but yeah, I mean, it's a big weakness of of this team. Clearly, after Gallon and Kelly, they just haven't really had any consistent options the whole year. There was Tommy Henry who was good for a while, but it looks like he's out for the season now. So, yeah, in terms of where do they go, I don't know. I mean, Slade Ciccone is still in AAA. Uh, he's still an option. Bryce Jarvis is in AAA, although he continues to be used as a reliever. I mean, those are kind of the two guys that yeah. you have in the system. I, I think I saw Rich Hill was placed on on waivers today. Dick Mountain. That that's the one. Uh, but this feels that, like fate. That, would that be feels like fate. The craziest, <laughs> like, like after you know all of the trade deadline shenanigans that we went through, all the battles that we and had, and then to just like okay, you know, the deadline's over. We're not getting anybody again. And then obviously, I mean, you obviously got like seven of that, but like to get. Rich Hill out of nowhere, Dick Mountain out of nowhere in September. He has a nine point two. I don't want RA. it for the baseball reasons. If we're, again, if we're talking, this is like the Mike Trout thing. If we're talking oh about baseball, God. I do not. Yeah. I don't want him here. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it makes, you, you, you. You keep your fingers crossed, right? Like I mean, you know, uh, we did. The, we've done this a lot with Diamondbacks pitch, picking up guys. Dallas Keuchel, he was a guy. Like we didn't think that that was going to be the answer, but we wished it was. We hoped it was, right? So I and I mean. I just don't know, like, obviously, as far as the season goes, there's not a lot of games left. So I don't know if they would take action, you know, and, and actually do anything. Yeah. Call up, even even calling up Slade or turning to Bryce. But I just can't help but wonder, what are they going to do if they do reach the playoffs in a three-game series? Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, In a right? five-game series. Yeah. What are they going to do as far as pitching? Like, obviously, I feel like in a five-game series, they if, if it were to go five games, they'd have no choice but to literally turn to gallon and Merrill twice oh. in the series, right? With some other person filling yeah. the, the role. I mean, would, do, would you foresee it or being maybe a, a bullpen start? Like we talked about yesterday yeah. where, you know, like you said, Jesse, there would be pitchers available that they probably wouldn't use because of the rotation. So they might just piece something together with Zach Davies and Brandon Fott potentially, and then going to the bullpen from there. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just find your way into the playoffs. And then, <laughs> that's yeah. the so when, right. once you get there, you're, you know, hope sorry, for, sorry, hope I'm not trying to look magic. far ahead, but we are like 20 <laughs> days away from this. So that's I mean, fair. like, they, it's not a lot of time until we are in the playoffs. And I just honestly don't know really 
what the plan would be. I mean, we've kicked around who our third starter would be, but I don't really know if you any know, of us particularly. You can't feel good about anybody. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't feel good yeah, about Yeah, I mean, I feel like like what you were talking about, it, the, the bullpen outing, especially in the wild card series, is like seems like the most logical or like, I mean, really their only option. Right. Because yeah. I mean, even if even if you don't go in with the mindset of having a bullpen game, right? Like we talked about, you'll have starters that are coming out of the bullpen. So even if you start with Zach Davies and Brandon Fott, like their leash is going to be so short in that situation that if they aren't good, it's going to be a bullpen game. Yeah. Um, and even right. if they are good, it's like you might not let them go through the die. rotation. Why would you? I mean, you saw today what happened when you let somebody who shouldn't be going through the rotation a third time go through the rotation a third time. He got rocked. Yeah. Um, like it. You can't. I, I so I ultimately don't think there's going to be much of like a decision to be made. It may be a decision about which one comes out of the is like the actual first inning starter. But like ultimately, I think their hands going to be forced to where they they have to they have to turn to the the bullpen. One thing I will say is the D backs don't have to do a full five man rotation even the rest of the season. They have some opportunities to skip guys using off days, and you have to believe they're probably going to take that opportunity. Uh, I've tried to just like map out starters for the rest of the year. This is sort of my own speculation, just kind of assuming that the D-backs would skip guys where they can in order to maximize Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly. I only have, if I'm counting this correctly, I have three starts left for Zach Davies and I have one start left for Ryan Nelson. So you can kind of avoid, you know, you don't have, you don't have to have Ryan Nelson make three more starts this season. You can, you know, theoretically, you'd need him on Sunday against the Cubs because the D-backs don't really have they don't have they don't any off days. They can't right. they can't skip anyone. They could maybe bring up Slade Ciccone, I guess, the theoretically, um, although I'm not sure I need to check which day he's eligible to come back. That might that might even be too soon. I'd have to check on that. But yeah, you might be able to get away from, you know, needing to use both Davies and Nelson, you know, to the max the rest of the season. But regardless, there's no getting around the fact that. Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon can't start every game the rest of the way. And at some point, you, you're going to have to rely on these guys a little bit. Give me Kevin Ginkle. Start game three of the wild card. <laughs> going Kevin Ginkle, just seven innings, one Why run. Not? I'll tell you. You know who Why I don't want to see is Paul Seawald because Paul Seawald has not been very good for this team. He has um, he has enough. managed to close the games out, which is something that cannot it's absolutely the, be said it's about the, the other guys. It's the Rick and Morty clip. When they, how do they keep getting away? How do they, they can't keep doing <laughs> this? How do they keep doing this? Yeah, yeah like, no. I mean, Saul, he has not had a one, two, three inning in any save opportunity with the D-backs this season. No, and I'm not. I'd have to go back and check. I'm not sure he's even done it had, with Seattle. No, well, no, he absolutely. <laughs> he was very good in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's that's not a question at all. But I'm not sure how many he's had where he's only given up one base runner. I mean, it's felt like it's oh, it for, couple, it's at least yeah. first and second yeah. pretty much every time Paul Seawald is out there. Uh, opposing hitters of a 379 on base percentage That's against him, crazy. which is really, really high against against your closer. Fucking almost uh, he has 40%. A, he has a 1.71 whip. Uh, with the Diamondbacks as well, which is which is also not ideal. But he has a sub four ERA, and that's kind of been the story with Paul Seawald is you know bend don't break, and you know uh, raise some people's blood pressure, but find your way out of it it's anyway. Just, for, for people for people that aren't aware, would you say that like a league average ERA is like 
four and a half, like four to yeah, four. Yeah, league half. averages. Yeah, for relievers, it'd probably be more like like four flat, like low fours. Sure. Um, but for a starting pitcher. Yeah, for a starting pitcher, yeah, around four and a half would okay. be would be probably league average. But yeah, one seven one is an outrageously high whip for yeah. either a starter or a reliever. Yeah. Those are that that's a really really high yeah. number. A lot of walks, a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing a scenario in which. Like if we are in the playoffs and it has to get to Paul Seawald, like it's just not going to be fun. It's not going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. or, oh, I mean, if you're a baseball have, fan, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to have several panic attacks. It's going to be, and if he does break, it's going to be like, geez. Yeah, of course. He wasn't great in the playoffs for the Mariners last year. I, I think he gave. Yeah, I, I can. I can find the numbers. I know. No, we don't need those numbers. We're just going to go <laughs> ahead. And, we're going to push along and we not need ignore to start looking at numbers so we got to the playoffs. Yeah, we Pretend hate numbers, like but happened. so his his first appearance, oh, he, gave up, you? he gave up four this. runs in two thirds oh, no, of an inning. His second appearance, we gave you two runs in two thirds of an inning. Say four runs in two thirds. I did, but he gave up. He did not give up a run and had four strikes outs in his in his final appearance in the postseason in this he was pitching he pitched two and a third inning in his one appearance well so so he had two outings of two-thirds of an inning one of those came in the ninth one of them came in the fifth oh um and then he also yeah he pitched two innings from the 11th to the 12th in a game against the Astros, a game that the the Mariners lost one to nothing. So, I mean, it's only three appearances, so I wouldn't read too much into that. But and yeah, the history there isn't isn't great. Also, it was against the Astros, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, the first game was against Toronto. The oh, second yeah. two were against the Astros. The yeah. Astros had a pretty good year in the last year. I they were they, pretty good in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They did. They. Yeah, they would. They did do pretty good in the play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, they did. Derek. But uh, yeah, like going back to some of these comments here, uh, I think Piece of Yoshi said something. Uh, wait, keeps going back. I think he said, "Why does Jesse exist just to make us suffer?" Yes, I, I, was I don't looking. think that was the. Con- I don't think that was what you were looking <laughs> yeah, there for. It is. But- <laughs> uh, that's the one I wanted up there. Of course. Uh, speaking of suffering, we didn't know who to give this king snake to tonight. So you know what? We're giving it to Sebi Zavala. He suffered for it. He suffered for it, and he got. <laughs> he went. For a, he did not. He did not. He did not record an out, and he got an RBI. So <laughs> he did more than most stat of the line team. Of all time. That is such a good stat line. Overall, <laughs> one hit by pitch, one RBI. This is a, by far our worst Kings name. I was going to say I don't think anyone <laughs> will ever close. touch this. Cogs is our worst Kings name. What are we talking ever. about here, pal? We gave it to Cogs one time. Cogs, don't take that. I'm, I'm not. Cogs I'm, I'm not going to attack Cogs. Sebi deserved it too. I mean, listen. Yeah. He came in, he did his job. He was two for three last night. So, I mean, in the win, he, he actually, yeah. you know, I mean, he's, we were jo- we were even joking about it last night. But, I mean, if the Diamondbacks can get production from anybody, it really doesn't, I, I just, I don't think it matters. At this point, they just need to try to find, uh, you know, somebody like, uh, Tommy Pham, I know he hasn't, like, really been much different than he was for the Mets, but he's still... He's come over better. here and become, yeah, he made, he's so made the team better. He's, he's been, been a clutch. Very he's productive. come up in some very big spots Absolutely. for the Diamondbacks. Including yeah. being a huge part of the game one victory. But, but l- I mean, okay, you know, just to the Sebi thing, like, they, the Diamondbacks had a chance to win this game. And, like, when they had the bases loaded and they started, like, him, like, they, they, they ended up scoring at least one more run that inning, right? Did they score two more runs that inning? 
I don't, how many? The, uh, all which I'm inning is, are we talking about? The, yeah, the, the, the inning the, he got hit by pitch, they, like, they all, did score two. All I'm yeah, saying is because they walked in one and he was he, he got hit and one came in because that, that was unfortunately how the Diamondbacks kind of had to score runs. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was a part of what could have been a game changing rally. If he was called around, he he brought in a run. That's all that matters. And in this game, not many guys did that. But again, we'll also give a shout out to Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who was two for four tonight. And again, not nobody was great, but. Uh, this team definitely can't afford to lose games at this point against uh, teams like the Mets. I think the comment I was looking from from Peace Yoshi, Yoshi was earlier. He had said that there were 16 games left. Pretty much have to go nine and seven to hit 85 wins at this point, which looks like it might be the benchmark to make it into the playoffs. Uh, I don't know how difficult that truly is going to be, but they have you know two games against the Giants team that isn't playing very well. Three games against the White Sox, three games against the Yankees, and then outside of that, Rough Riders, or someone called the Rail Riders. Yes, yeah, the Rail Riders. Yes, the. uh, But I mean, like those, those as winnable as those are, are you going to go in and sweep those teams? And and how is that going to, you know, what are you going to do against the other teams? What are you going to do against the Cubs this weekend? And how are you going to finish off this series with the Mets? I'd still happily take a series split with the Mets at this point, and. you know, get out of there, maybe get win a, this series against the Cubs and things are looking a lot better. There's four wins right there and you really just need to find five more between the series with the Yankees, the series, you know, uh, with the White Sox and, and that final series of the year against the Astros. But there's just not a lot of time left and at this point. They can't really have uh, starting pitching continuing to struggle and go this short as far as the outings go uh, and expect to be successful because this bullpen will be absolutely taxed before you do have the extra arm which is which is very beneficial for them at at this point in the year um another thing i guess they could do on the starting pitching front is just like go straight up bullpen game where you don't you don't have like the bulk guy necessarily you're just kind of trying to piece it together obviously that that would be probably more of a a case-by-case thing because you have to make sure that you have the the length in the bullpen in order to do that and guys are well rested enough which as you're saying is sort of been a, a challenge recently uh, but yeah, I mean, there may come a point when the D-backs feel that that gives them a better chance to win games than, you know, so, some of these starting pitching performances that we've been seeing. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel right now. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of the wonderful shows we have on our network go live. Also, leave us a thumbs up. It's our attaboys. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please leave us a review there uh, and subscribe there as well. We always appreciate uh, you guys listening wherever you can. Uh, also, check out our friends at Four Peaks. Of course, you got to make sure to follow them on social. It is Air- the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, the, the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. They have a couple of different, of course, favorites, including Kilt Lifter. We got my uh, Wow Joy Bus Wow Wheat because I drink this after wins, and then I also drink it after losses because I'm sad and it makes me happy. So it can go either way, just like our bullpen gift can go uh, either positive or negative for the bullpen. It works both ways. But it's also pumpkin porter season, so make sure to not miss out on the pumpkin porter over at Four Peaks uh, with notes of nutmeg, allspice, and toasted pie crust. It sounds absolutely lovely and right now. Their toasted or their pumpkin porter cheesecake that they had last year. Oh, it was that crazy. sounds amazing. I, I never, I never got to try that. But it sounds amazing. Un- 
My God. Oh, I'm going to get worked up. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was so good. I got worked up. I screamed the other I day. Can on the feel the, I can feel the tension here. <laughs> the energy going on. That and the French onion soup, which is the best French onion soup I've had in my entire life. Oh, and I'm you, not lying. Don't to tell you. my wife that. She'll be um, furious. I haven't taken it. It's seasonal there, there it. so I was very sad to hear oh, that it left. Okay. But. We're getting back into French onion soup. Season. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's, yeah, so. it's time of the year. It's time mm -hmm. of the year. So, uh, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery tours are right around the corner. Remember, uh, Justin and I discovered their little secrets. They make the ghosts make the beer. Uh, make sure not to miss out on that. But check out Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub blow on their social cover, media. Derek. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta. <laughs> we'll get like we'll get like uh, some sort of ghost uh, ghost uh, like uh, labor union against them or something. <laughs> But, no cease and desist. <laughs> uh, make sure to check them out on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pubs uh, to pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. As we were talking about earlier, football is back, uh, whether you like it or not, <laughs> and that goes for this guy. At least I came into the season knowing my team was going to suck, but this guy, he's crushed, and it's. Bringing it's giving me life, uh, and that's what football does. It's back, and it's another Damon's week of epic too. games. Yeah, Damon's team sucks too. Um, but your team, I'm connected to because I have Josh Allen on my fantasy football team. But uh, who's got you covered for the action on every single one of these football games? It's the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it's the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers right now can bet five dollars on football and get two hundred dollars instantly in bo bonus bets. Uh, nobody, absolutely nobody, is missing out on the action all season long. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. So do not miss out on these offers, especially around this time of year. I'm just giving you a little uh, heads up. These offers do not come back around sometimes. They're not like an every month kind of thing. So when the season comes back, get in on the NFL action especially in week two with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code PHNX to sign up. New customers can bet that $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with our code of PHNX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.com. Sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply i'm not gonna lie i read that ad earlier and mm -hmm. i felt so cool saying the crown is yours yeah. i felt like john anik yeah. in a ufc fight i did as well and, <laughs> it's, and, it felt so cool <laughs> yeah it was pretty sick it was awesome we get to do cool things like that uh, around here um also uh speaking of cool things jake mccarthy is back he was rec recalled from triple a reno prior to today's game and there's no again there's no surprises for these three guys over here because we saw what mccarthy was doing for the aces and uh, after winning his back-to-back -back pcl player of the week awards it seemed like it was only a matter of time until jake was recalled uh in nine games this September, he's slashing 409, 426, 818 with a 1.244 OPS. And, I mean, if you extrap extrapolate it out a little further, he's been even better. That's just in the month of September. But uh, he was not in the lineup tonight. He was available. Uh, he was in the dugout. But uh, Jake Jake just, you know, we talked about it yesterday. He, brought, he brings so many intangibles. Uh, he brings so much 
uh, potential chaos, which we've missed. Mm -hmm. And if he can hit anything like he is hitting recently in Reno, uh, he should be able to help this offense kind of get a, get a jump start. He also seems like a vibes guy. Like it seems oh, and not, an not to by any means suggest guy. that like <laughs> the guys don't like paving or something like that. But I mean, it just seems like Jake is just like got such a young, like energetic energy. And There's so, the happy jeweler picture. Those are our guys in the happy jeweler picture. Am I not right, wrong? <laughs> Shake McCarthy. It's Alec Thomas. It's Corbin Carroll. Like yeah. it's Dre Jameson. These are the guys we, yeah. we saw that picture. We were like, these guys are cool as fuck. And that's the guys we want to be <laughs> yeah, like the future so like of this it's, team. It's, it's, it's like what you said, there's so, uh, so many intangible reasons for why Jake being up here makes sense and, and is exciting. And then there's like a lot of tangible reasons too. Like we said, he's one of the best base stealers in all of baseball. Um, his which sprint is, speed is in the 99th yeah. percentile or something like that. I think his outs above average is in like the 75th percentile. So like the man is just a great defender. He's extremely fast. He adds a lot yeah. of, he just adds a lot of options to Tori Lavola's lineup. He does. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll see him in the lineup tomorrow. I, I, I think it's Joey Lucchese starting that game for, for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be a left on left matchup. We'll, we'll see if he gets in that one, but yeah, he's probably not going to see a ton of at bats, which is which is not ideal. I mean, you, you know, you'd, you'd like to get him up here and, and give him some opportunity, but the Diamondbacks are in a position right now where they have to win as many games as they possibly can. So Elise you know. makes a great point. She asked, "Too bad he didn't get any uh, pinch hit opportunities tonight. If yeah, if you were in the managerial shoes, would you have maybe let Jake take a swing and?" one of those innings with the bases loaded or one of those opportunities. Yeah. I just, I don't know if he's going to see a lot of pinch hit opportunities this year, frankly, because he's an outfielder and he's, and he's a left-handed hitter. So, you know, you do have some right-handed hitting outfielders on this team, but I don't think you're pinch hitting Jake McCarthy for Tommy Fam or Jake McCarthy it's for Lourdes Gurriel. It's, a good point. it's like, which, you know, which right-handed hitter on this team would you pinch hit Jake McCarthy for? Like, is there a clear enough upgrade there? where you'd be willing to do that. So I'm sure it'll happen occasionally, but you might see him more as, you know, kind of a spot starter, may maybe a couple times a week, uh, in addition to, of course, being used defensively. And I'm sure he'll be used as a pinch runner uh, on occasion as well. So it'll be interesting. I, I haven't heard what Tori said about this. It'll be interesting to see how the Diamondbacks use him. Uh, well, He's not the only minor league player that is uh, making, I guess, make some, making some headlines. Christian Robinson, who at one point was DFA'd uh, and, and cleared waivers and came back to the organization, was recently promoted to double-A Amarillo Sod Poodles. And his, uh, his, his story continues yeah, to be a positive <laughs> one. He continues to find his way back into baseball, especially with this organization, which honestly feels really good because I feel like there was a chance that we might have seen this take place elsewhere and should he find success i feel like that would hurt after you know kind of being such a big piece at one time mm -hmm. to the diamondbacks yeah he went one for three with a double in his first uh in his first game with the sod poodles so a, uh, a nice nice early impression there for him and 60 games with Vesalia, hillsborough and the arizona complex league he's slashing 286 388 521 with 12 home runs 23 steals and 79 strikeouts not terrible, like pretty good stuff, right? But yeah, good stuff. Still, still against a lower level, you know, and and not putting up. Like we've we've talked about it. We've talked about Jake's numbers. We've talked about Kyle Lewis's numbers. You know, seeing guys put up 400, 450 uh, over over a two week span or over a month, and then come up to major league 
uh, major league pitching and hit 116 just shows how difficult it is sometimes to make that transition mm -hmm. from the minor league level up until the majors. But uh, again, just Christian's story continues to be one that, that, you know, is positive in the turnaround since that incident that he had. And hopefully uh, he can continue to, to progress as a major league ball player here soon. Yeah, I think it's also possible you see him in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, oh, those rosters fun. should be coming out fairly soon. And if anyone needs like if anyone needs reps, right? I mean, Christian Robinson Christian obviously Robinson. needs a lot of reps. It would be ambitious. I mean, you know, you don't see too many guys who have very little double A experience in the Fall League, but there have been some. Uh, the D backs pushed the envelope last year. Justin Martinez, I don't, I don't think had much double A experience. Davison De Los Santos was pretty new to that level as well. Uh, and the Diamondbacks still still sent him to the Fall League. So, yeah, it's possible that here in a, in a few weeks you're you're seeing Christian Robinson here in, here in Arizona. And we are, of course, your fall guys, so make sure to stay tuned this fall for, for uh, the Arizona Fall League. We'll have all your coverage for that. Uh, Cogs asked the question, did the Sod Poodles win? We need at least one Diamondbacks team to make the playoffs. The Sod Poodles are absolutely going back to the Texas League playoffs for the first time since they won it all in 2019. And actually, they currently lead uh, the Texas League circuit with a team OPS of 811 and 801 runs scored. So no lack of offense from the Sod Poodles. And uh, just to kind of double up on 801 runs. That's crazy. It's crazy. They're right? averaging. They're averaging six runs a game. Yeah. Uh, piece of Yoshi says also Reno is very hitter friendly. Amarillo also hitter friendly. So yeah, yeah I mean that's the reason why when we take a look at some of these numbers, uh, they 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 can't you can't really compare them to the majors until they get up here because we've seen guys hit the cover off the ball at a triple triple A level and and not be able to do it for the Diamondbacks in Major League Baseball. So uh, continue to see the development of those guys and hopefully Jake McCarthy here can get back in the lineup soon and and impact this team because like we said earlier he very much is a uh, he's just an agent of chaos. He's just a, a guy that makes uh, makes teams make mistakes and makes things happen on the base path. I also feel like he kind of gets guys fired up. Like, I guess that's your whole your vibes thing. Right? Yeah, like I, he, he's just another. Like, it just seems like they're the best buddies. Like, <laughs> like they like like it does. It feels like Corbin, Jake, and 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 uh, Alec? Alec are like the the Thunder buddies. Like yeah. old time old. <laughs> What was it? Uh, Mookie, no Bat zone, Mookie right? Betts, Andrew Benintendi, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Go don't, out to the and they, they do this team. It's, it's always like, the Red Sox. Well, always the Red Sox. I, they were like the first. Cool, they were like the first outfield that started doing all the celebrations and stuff in the center field, and they made that popular. Like that's what I'm like. They they seem they seem like a unit. Like it's that's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Outfield, even though it's like not obviously because you have Lourdes or somebody in there, but like it just feels like they are. The youth, yeah, like you kind of were talking about. Earlier. It's that, it's that, it's that look that Corbin had on his face when you were there at the press conference when they said Jordan Lawler was getting called yeah. up. It's that little eyebrow raise and a little <laughs> smirk. That's what makes him makes him uh, all best he's buddies. Like but, homie, he's like uh, that one friend you have. It's just like that's you have friends, and then you have that one friend who's like a good person, yeah, in every way, and you're like that's just shows up best friend that friend that shows up with a bag of OGs to yeah. share it with you. Bought a bag of OGs, is here to split it with you. <laughs> yes. Right? That's a good friend. Um, and you could be that kind of friend, mm. by the way. So go grab yourself some OGs, go find a friend, uh, and have yourselves a great time. Benjamin Honley says that uh, Jake McCarthy would be the, your friend that shows up 
with the OGs. Oh, he does. The, yes, with, with the, the best yeah. weed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> you're not wrong. I don't want to put any accusations out there, but that's <laughs> definitely what he looks like. But if you're stuck on what kind of decisions uh, to make when it comes to your gummies, uh, you can ask me and Sean. Of course, we're your weed Sherpas. Uh, or you can you can go with OGs. They took the guesswork out of it. Uh, the decision is much easier now that they have their fruits and creams mix bag. Uh, of course, they have multiple flavors together in both of those bags. They have a bunch of Hall of, Fla- Hall of Fame flavors all in one place. Uh, plus, they also come in a sunny sativa or a mellow indica blend, so you can try out those flavors, decide on your new favorite, or maybe you just love the variety of the mix bags. Uh, regardless, OGs will allow you to customize your experience based on the mood or time of day. So check out our friends at OGs Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out all across socials at OGs Brands and online at OGsBrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. Must be 21 or over. Or over over to enjoy responsibly uh and i may have had some ogs i don't know that might be why i can't read right but uh I will, again one place uh for you to go get all of your tickets for all of your events all of your all of your fun is game time uh like i said the concert i went to which i still have not recovered from uh had plenty of seats and of course those seats were available last minute just due to some scheduling changes and you never know what what can come up uh game time is the place though for you to find out if there are tickets available and to get them at the cheapest price you can uh at the last minute so it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason procrastinators rejoice game time is for us you can snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the app create an account and use code phnx for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms do apply again create an account and redeem code phnx for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed uh, the cubs and rockies are in a dog fire right now i the rockies cannot be trusted with any lead ever at any point and they have proven run. to us that they are not doing anything to help us right now in the wild card well, they, race. What they're winning huh the they're rockies winning. are winning yeah they just oh. chris bryant just hit a home oh, run let's go it's all right they're up five four and it's they have runners on the I corners take it all with back. two outs in the bottom. Of I seven. take it all. Yeah, the, uh, the Giants just tied the Guardians. Oh. One, they have one one For in the six. God's sakes, right Guardians! Now. You got all of the players at the the waved play. You got them all. What are you and doing? Also, Win some games. Have we not talked about the speaking of suck fests? The Royals are playing the White Sox. In oh, the they were up exciting. by nine. It's eleven to nine right now. White Sox or Royals? Royals. Oh my God! The White what Sox a were ridiculous. up by nine. <laughs> the, the White Sox were down by nine. Oh, oh. and then I they tied saying, it. I thought you were saying the White Sox were up oh, by nine. What a like, weird! That would night. be the most White Sox shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> why do we? Why do we care about Royals? I don't know. White that Sox? Was just, I don't know. That was just, just such a bad game. Just... I felt like bringing it up. It's <laughs> well, eleven to nine. Jesse, there's a the very specific reason. There's a very specific reason because we still want to know when the White Sox lose because we still want to feel about better about ourselves in the All City standings, right? And of course, we thank you guys. First of all. We thank you guys for loving All City. We thank mm. you guys for being diehards. If you're not a diehard yet, sign up, join us, join whatever All City network that join you all. are. All, join them all. Oh, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever one you like. Or if you want to join the smorgasbord that is uh, All City, you can do that. But of course, make sure to pick up a diehard membership here at PHNX. Not only does it get you uh, a free piece of merchandise from PHNXLocker.com and twenty percent off all future purchases, it also gets you access to our members-only Discord lounge. All of our content from all of our writers, you get access to discounts from our partners, and so much more. So join us today. Get that $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's. Get that Dobson Ranch Ranch card. Uh, And of course, 
get access to the finest sports coverage in the city of Phoenix uh, or in the state of Arizona, frankly. But we do want to welcome our brand new members that bring a perfect pH balance now <laughs> to the All City Network. And that is our friends from Philadelphia. PHLY is officially live. And honestly, like, CHGO was really was so cool when we launched that, but I mean, uh, you know, there's just something. <laughs> They're all right. There's Let's something not go too crazy. There. There, I love. Well, I love both of these cities. I've been to both of these cities for the first time in my life recently, and honestly, I just. I dig the vibes. The vibes now we, are great. Now we have to debate like which of these cities is best, right? Yeah. I mean, Phoenix is obviously at the top. Correct. But, but then who would come down in the number two between, slot, yeah. number three slot? We have a point? pretty fucking killer lineup of cities, though. Yeah, we do. Like that's We do. Philly, Phoenix, Chicago, and Denver. Yeah. Like that's... Like cities that you would travel to for like, a wedding. Like go take an all-city vacation. Yeah, for sure. It's very, very for sure. Uh, shout out to the hosts of our new... Uh, PHLY Phillies podcast, uh, Renee Washington and Jamie Lynch. Of course, uh, we are very excited about our expansion into the city of brotherly love, but that's where the brotherly love ends. I will say this. I'm going to say it right now. You know, you know what's crazy what? is that they are doing a post game show from the they like doing post game shows from the East Coast. Yeah, it's going to be. You ever brutal. think about that? It's going to be brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're playing a 7 p.m. game out west. Good luck. Good luck. That's a 10 p.m. game Good start luck. time on the East Coast. We already finished way past Derek's bedtime. Like, so my God. Not, look, they, they, they started on that. I mean, we, we, we love the game, but they love the game, dog. You got to love the game. They got to love the better. Game, when you are an East Coast sports fan, you love <laughs> yeah. the game. But um, you didn't let me get to it because uh, I'm, I'm done. I, I gave them their shine. I, I said oh, yeah. nice things. Yeah, yeah. I, I, now we need to now we need to destroy him. This is sickening to me. Can we pull up now the new All City graphic? Do we have the new All City? That's disgusting we just to got, me. It literally <laughs> in a day gross. we just got booted from from second to we're third. We're third in this division too. What way? No, wait, we're second in the NL West. Why are we third here? I don't like this. This was our division. We had a double digit lead on this division at one point. Now we're third. Now we gotta somehow. look up at the Phillies and the Cubs. I hate it. I hate it. It is crazy how this is also just the NL wild card race. Like at this point, basically, I mean, there's there's a few other teams. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> the, I feel, the White I Sox and the Rockies are a little further out than the Marlins and the Giants. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but, but really, how, I'm, all I'm saying is like those top three right there. That's the ideal right. NL wild card. Let's go. Do we have the wild card standings? Because let's take a look at that that beautiful bean footage. It looks a lot like what we just yeah, saw. Yeah, it is. There, I mean, it is go. literally yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, of course, in that order, it, that is literally what the what the wild card. We are. Is right we now. we we are the wild cards. We are wild the all city. Wild card, we're baby. the all city wild cards. Is what it's we a damn are. shame. It, it sucks though, because we I would rather the Cubs leapfrog the Brewers and and, and uh, oh no, because then we have to play them. Yeah, no, yeah I, I don't. don't no. I, 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 was like, I was trying to think of a I, way in which we would get no, to avoid. No, I like absolutely the, do not want to play the Brewers. Yeah, there was some big lightning, a little big lightning oh, yeah. outside of our window. Uh, there, there. You want to hear about the Brewers' last uh, starts from their top three starters? Oh God! Uh, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta combined for twenty-three and a third innings pitched. They gave up eight hits total. Eight hits, one run. 23 strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. What, what a was 0. 0.39 ERA. <laughs> I'd rather play the Cubs than you the Brewers. You want to play them in the playoffs? I'd rather Good play luck. the Cubs than the Brewers. <laughs> My God. I, I mean, Mike Farron did just talk on this show about how it's more right it's more possible for a start a good starting pitcher to have yeah, an off day yeah. than for like an entire lineup of of 
Yeah, I mean, mm, you'd, I guess just, you'd rather have the the solid offense across the board than than the starting you'd rotation. Rather, but you'd rather, you'd rather play good starters <laughs> than dead hitters. Uh, I don't the, know that that, that gives that me a little bit terrified though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it does. <laughs> it does. I mean, listen. At this point, the Cubs are the only one that we have recently shown any kind of success against. True. Otherwise, true. I don't want any, I don't want smoke with a single one of the teams in the NL playoffs. Very true. Any of them? No, none of them. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Cogs is expanding the all city network in our chat, and I appreciate him for that. But uh, at this point, I, I don't know if I want more all city uh, teams in this division making us move down uh, the line anymore. I don't like that one bit. But the Diamondbacks do uh, still control their own destiny. Like I said, the rest of this uh, what is was sixteen games, like he talked about. I mean, they 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 definitely have have a chance. And of course, with the Cubs being on that on that schedule. And the Giants being on that schedule, they have an opportunity to kind of secure things with wins in those series a bit. But it's not just those series, right? Like, they don't just need to beat the teams that are around them. They also need to win some of these other games that could kind of be trap series. You go into a series against the White Sox. You go into a series against the Yankees. Neither one of them have anything to play for except spoiler, and maybe that's enough to, yeah. you know, Although I will say, over. like, I feel like it's got to be really hard to get the guys up to play spoiler in a – Inter interleague like you're if you're the if With you're like Aaron no Boone going in. into the Yankees clubhouse in your like third to last series and you're like hey guys let's go spoil the Arizona Diamondback season <laughs> you're like yeah that's gonna get me that's gonna get the remember boys that 2001 going. World Series <laughs> that's, that's gonna, gonna get, get the boys going like so I don't know how much of that like if the, the whole spoiler thing is really gonna was, play was too Jason much Dominguez even alive then? we're savages Jason no. Dominguez oh, we gotta get out there we gotta Jason I still Dominguez can't get over be, I can't get over Reese. Yeah. Oh, uh, one of our, I guess we can call him an intern. He's not really an intern. He's just like a stat lackey Reese. He, he's helpful. He say he helps. Yeah. But he was born after the release of high school musical and that rocked my world. 2006. I don't want to have these conversations at all. I don't want to have Rock conversations about years world. of my life that I actually remember things what were That's happening what to me. This is the first time, this, this is the first yeah, time it's happened you, to David what, and I. It's going to happen a lot more to you guys as you so, get older. But let so us suffer in this it. moment. This oh. is the first the time first we have heard something special, Derek. Yeah, I know. Me and Sean experienced this for the first time. It's really hard to take. You would think I'm callous about it now. <laughs> you think I fucking like washed over? You see me, I still get mad every time you guys bring up age on this show. I'm furious to be as old as I am. Every day, the last every fucking day you do, it's terrible. I hate you. Never do such a thing. No, anyone born in 2006 is supposed to be like well, like, se- like seven, eight years yes. old. They not are a, still, not an infant. There's no way they're. Oh yeah, no, he's a infant. grown man. I've seen him. But like, he's they, been still, in they still wa- walk in lines to to class and stuff like that. Yeah, like, there's oh, there's absolutely. a line leader and a caboose, and there's there's jobs in class, and you got a spots and shit yeah. like that. Yes, at least you don't Gross. get to drive here. You yes. don't get to drive here. Oh, terrible, terrible. Um, he drove here. Yeah. Oh, Cogs was born in 2006. Great. Well, that's why we DFA'd Cogs. So that makes all the sense in the world. Um, all right. He said he's two weeks younger than High School Musical. Uh, I, for the record, for the record, I have still never seen High School Musical. But you need to live a little bit. Uh, I, I have also I'm, not. I happy to be on the same page as Jesse. <laughs> a great movie. Uh, the Diamondbacks do have two more games with the Mets, and obviously, very important. Like we said, I guess you could be satisfied with a split at this point. Dude, but the Mets own us. Really, uh, they want to go for the win with these guys still remaining in uh, this particular. Uh, probable scenario do we have the probables damon also how have no. we not talked about francisco alvarez just owning the because i don't want he to is, talk about he that. is six for 14 with four homers 
in his career against the Diamondbacks, which is not a long career. No, six for it's fourteen, six games or seven games, whatever it's, it is. It's five, five games. games. Five games. Yeah, yeah, I think it's five games. That's stupid. Let's see the problems. Do you have problems, Damon? All right, I'm mad now. This I don't is know. It. I did that to myself, but yeah, I know. Uh, this looks a lot better. I like this. I mean, obviously, we know that this impacts that Cubs series, knowing neither one of these guys are going to be available for the Diamondbacks there. So that's like you guys said about the playoffs. Let's worry about that when we get to that. <laughs> yeah. But for right now, the Diamondbacks seem to be in a good spot to potentially take three out of four here against the Mets with these two guys still left to go. Yeah, baseball, Sean, is juiced for the Kodai Senga. Merrill Kelly matchup. Could like I say guy, Merrill Kelly a fun in the final matchup? Um, if Zach Yellen doesn't take care of business tomorrow, I mean, that's a, yeah, that's, care of that's an tomorrow. important game because yeah. yeah, Kodai Senga has pitched extremely well and I, I don't think he's going to win the Cy Young award, but he's like not that far away. I mean, he's been that good for the Mets this season. So Which is, it's crazy that we could be talking about someone winning the Cy Young and have him be eligible for rookie of the year and not, and not even be in the conversation. That's what I was thinking right now. Like that's absurd. Corbin's the best. Corbin's the, the yeah. Corbin's the goat. Pitcher, pitchers just don't really win the rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Verlander like did, last right? year, Spencer Strider. Yeah, I think so. Last year, Spencer Strider, in my opinion, should have won the NL rookie of the year. Did Strasburg uh, win rookie of the year? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. But yeah, like Michael Harris had a really good season. But I mean, if you look at what I mean, Spencer Strider last yeah. year had like 200 strikeouts in 130 innings and in an incredible time, right? ERA. Devin so, Williams for the Milwaukee Brewers in 2020. Uh, Shohei Otani in 2018. That doesn't count. If ever a pitcher winning rookie of the year did not count, <laughs> it was a guy uh, who also hits 300. <laughs> or Michael, the 60 Michael Fulmer season. in 2016 for the Tigers. Jacob Degrom, Jose Fernandez. Yeah, like there's not a lot though. Jesse's absolutely right. Like I mean, there's definitely if, if it's close between a position player and a pitcher, then the it's position good, yeah. player is going to win. And, and you could make a case. That Kodai Senga is not particularly close to Corbin Carroll, at least in terms of like wins above replacement. Yeah. It's not. It's not particularly close. So yeah, I mean, I was by no means trying to argue that he should be in the conversation. I just think it's hilarious that we're he shouldn't like he shouldn't be in the conversation to win the award, but like he should be in the conversation like for the, the award. Yeah. In yeah. that, yeah, like yeah. he should probably show up on on some on some ballots there. So. Yeah, he he's been outstanding, and you know this is a series where if you're the D-backs, you I mean obviously you want to win every game, but like this weekend against the Cubs doesn't line up so well from a starting pitching perspective as, as we talked about yesterday. You're going to have a three-game series where neither Zach Gallon nor Merrill Kelly pitch for the D-backs, uh, whereas the Cubs I believe will have Justin Steele going and Kyle Hendricks in in that series so things don't line up so well this weekend and uh yeah i mean that just makes these next two games all the more important when you do have gallon and merrill on the mound especially against a team like the mets a team that you're theoretically supposed to beat even though the d-backs have not really done that to this point i think they're one in four against the mets this season now uh you know these are these are important games these are the games that you that you should win on paper fun fact the last time two pitchers won the rookie of the year for both leagues uh was the same year I was born, 1981. Really? Yeah. Ooh, it was Fran Fernando Valenzuela for the Los Angeles Dodgers and Dave Vergetti for the New York Yankees. That is the worst year of my life. <laughs> Actually, Derek was born, you know and then two, uh, the Dodgers I and Yankees were getting flowers. Uh, the worst Hellickson year of my life. Craig Kimbrell but you both won it you in 2011. Alive. 
How could it be the worst <laughs> that's year? A, you know, that's, a, that's a fair point. You like weren't even close you to know? alive. Touche. Touche. Fair enough. My mom was 10. Yeah, there we go. Um, God damn it. I'm just so old. Uh, all right. Well, that's Wait, what we got. You really are. I know. I am. Um, that's all we got. Uh, Damon just had to I'm, step I'm, in and I'm be like, you're right. Fucking wrap I was this trying to make right you now. feel younger by saying my mom was 10. That does not make me feel younger. Not at all. I work with you. We're like peers and you're sitting here telling me how your mom and I are basically the same no, age. No, I was saying my mom is older than you. I, that's still, I'm telling you that does not make me feel any better. <laughs> that does not make me feel any better. <laughs> I would hope that all of your moms are older than me. I would really hope that. <laughs> uh, well, I am, am I crazy here, Damon? Damon I gets have a it. really young moms, for the record. Uh, okay. So, like, I was, that's... Uh, in my mind, it was. I wasn't trying to compliment you, but in my mind, it's, I wasn't piling on. It's not. It's not the compliment you think it is. <laughs> I wasn't trying to compliment you. It's fine. It's fine. Buy me a margarita at Illegal Pete's. That's you're, all. You're, I, I appreciate the fact that these young people do group me into their group and not with Craig and Petey. And yeah, like you're me, not. I don't, that I, that makes is me feel thing good. Is I don't consider you like one of the old guys. Oh God, that feels great. I, I buy anything. <laughs> That's all I needed. Like, That's all you're I needed also, at this I'm not going to sit here because I don't want this. Doesn't sound like I'm blowing smoke around. I don't consider like I when I refer to youths i don't refer to you either but i don't get that when i can refer to the old folk i don't right. refer to you all right i'll take that i'm just gonna take it that, that's <laughs> that's the best compliment so he just doesn't fit into any of the crowd no, shut up, Jesse. <laughs> there's this I, I, shut up. I feel like calling them the middle is is like it's the is, forgotten generation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's him johnny Bo. Uh, it's, it's, cool yeah. it's the cool dads all right that's true all right. yeah cool, it is the cool dad i will kick it with johnny and Bo. i can be both of them all dope shit. like we kick it with all of y'all and you are you are parents me and johnny is pretty cool for the record jacob is 24 and he's cool that he's not a youth. He is, yeah, he is definitely older than me in many ways. He might ways. be old man. He yeah. might not even be cool. He dad. might be old man, but <laughs> I don't think Jacob um, is twenty four. No, that is neither here nor 20, there. Twenty six. <laughs> <That's laughs> I knew he was a year off, and I flipped him. Here's what: if you want to stay young, uh, like I do, uh, <laughs> hang out with people like this at Illegal Pete's because it's a great time. It's a great place. <laughs> patio season means patio beers and patio margaritas. Of course, their margaritas are the strongest in Arizona. Uh, don't even get me started on the food. Food is amazing. Mm. Uh, the the spread well, they bring here is incredible. And that's just new rolled tacos we got. The new rolled tacos were amazing. Oh, I didn't even know they had it like that, and they yeah. were unbelievable. Well, because they Max, do. Max told me he's ordering them all the time. Yeah, they that, need so. to be here all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, again, I I'm still eating their chocolate chip cookies because we don't talk about those enough they're absolutely delectable but uh full menu full bar pipe and hot case so everything you need to have a good time legal pete's is your go-to spot stop by for happy hour 3 p.m to 8 p.m every day at all 12 locations illegal pete's the go-to spot for burritos buddies and beers for 28 years uh last but not least of course there is no better way to decorate your man cave your office maybe even your bedroom with a saturday neon led neon sign it is a company started by two friends and former college roommates uh and whether you're a diehard fan or a casual supporter they make quality neon signs uh with qual high quality materials and are backed by a two-year warranty which is of course when you're buying something that could be uh like this this fragile uh you might want to make sure you're buying it from a company that backs it up so they're shipped everything with everything you need to mount power and dim them so every sign is easy to install and operate and of course uh they have 19 select schools right now including Arizona, Colorado, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many others. So make sure to check them out. They make great gifts for any occasion. And of course, they make an even better gift for yourself. So check out SaturdayNeon.com and use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. 
free shipping for all orders over $200. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I like, oh, people, Cogs says I'm, I, uh, Cogs gets my king snake. Can we make Cogs the king snake again? <laughs> Aren't you like he asked 30? me if I'm like 30. God bless you, Cogs. Uh, <laughs> well, to follow this 30 year old, make sure to go you to do Twitter. Have, you got a bunch of kids in the chat, not kids. I'm sorry to call you kids, but they are a bunch of young, young folks say, in the chat. Yeah, you're not old. I appreciate that. Um, I'm also wearing my, my most Philadelphia shirt. I was going to say, I, I, could, I didn't uh, notice that until we started the yeah, show. There's, I love it. There's little, uh, ben franklin's on this shirt little uh you know liberty belt so Roosevelt. it's very yeah. it's very perfect america hey it's i'm a company philly. guy and i love you guys out in philly so we're very excited to be expanding and of course uh all all of our all of our other angry things about the all city division aside earlier we feel absolutely blessed uh, to be growing and to have the quality of co-workers that we now have Dude, in Philadelphia because the man, the lineup over there is crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they got they got Derek Montia in Phoenix, man. That's what were they thinking? Well, I don't even know, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Sean is at Sean underscore depause. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. The maniac behind the Mac, his name is Damon. We are Damon's dogs. And of course, you can follow him at Damon. Damon Dog, that's D-A-W-G. Uh, our show is at PHNX underscore sports, but of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore, wait, I said that already. At PHNX underscore D-backs is us, at PHNX underscore sports. That's the other thing. Make sure to follow them uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, again, we thank you guys for being here tonight. We thank PHLY for launching and having such an amazing day. And of course, uh, we appreciate your time as always. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when your name is Ronnie Mauricio. What a name. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.